Hi, this is Igor Ijinovich from hdhead.com and in this Avid DS tutorial we'll talk about using special buffers in compositing. Specifically, we'll, we'll look at the basics of using Z-buffer information. Z-buffer information is uh, something generated by CGI programs that gives us a clue of the depth in the scene. For example, here's a shot of an airplane and if you look at a Z-buffer of that same shot, you can see that the nose of the aircraft is almost black and the tail is going gray and there's a whole range of values in between that gives us a clue how in space this aircraft is positioned. It's, it's, it's moving towards the camera so the nose is the darkest because it's the closest to us the tail is milky gray and then the background is completely white because that's uh, infinity in the back. I should say right away that uh, AVIDS already has a built-in tool called uh, Depth of Field which does exactly the same thing as, as, as what I'm going to demonstrate. In fact it does a better job uh, but uh, the depth of field preset uses a very specific file type that uh, you may not always be able to get. Uh, this preset that I'm going to show you how to build is uh, set up in such a way that can use any image, whether it's TIFF target, whatever, whatever DS can import. And this can be an RGB image or the Z buffer information can be contained within alpha. And sometimes you'll get images both ways. You know, sometimes the special buffer information will be embedded in one of the alpha channels and other times it will be provided as a separate RGB or a grayscale image. So, let's get that plane back here. We'll move it on the timeline. Actually, let's do it this way. We'll get the sky, the background, put it here, uh, take that into a composite container, and uh, then we'll bring in the airplane and we'll bring in the Z buffer. Next thing I'm going to do is uh, bring in channel switcher. The Z buffer is an RGB image and I want to put this in our alpha channel because if we process this as RGB we're processing three channels uh, three times eight bits 24 bits but if you process alpha only uh, it will take theoretically three times as fast so I will move uh, I will pipe this into channel switcher look at the alpha of the channel switcher it's fully opaque double click channel switcher masking will disable red green and blue because we don't need to waste processing on that just turn on alpha and uh, we'll take any of the RGB channels, we'll take red and feed that into alpha. So now we have an image that where, the, where RGB, which we are no longer going to use, is the same as alpha, which is really what we care about. Next thing is we'll bring a mat operator. Look at the output of mat by hitting, selecting hitting V on the keyboard. Again, enable alpha so we can see what we're doing. Double click. And uh, using these sliders, now I can manipulate the range that uh, we want to use as a mask for our defocus effect. And as you may have guessed, what I'm going to do is uh, build a low depth of field defocus effect. We'll put a blur here. The airplane shot is going to go into a blur. Let's look at that. Turn alpha off. So this, that's our blur of, of 60. And we'll use matte as a mask. And one other important thing is, as you can see, the blur channel, I mean, the alpha channel of the blur is not being blurred, so we'll turn that on as well. Click on the masking tab and turn alpha. I'll turn alpha off and uh, go to our matte operator and start compressing the, the, the range of the Z buffer. What's really helpful in a situation like this is if you click on the matte operator, right mouse click, uh, select open viewer and uh, position the floating viewer anywhere on the screen you'd like and I'm going to go here to viewer alpha full 
and enable alpha. So now we're actually seeing the alpha information that we're manipulating. So let's start adjusting this. And as you can see, what's going on on the left and what's going on on the right, there's a correlation between the two. I'm able to selectively blur starting from, from the tail up to the nose. So now I'm going to take this one step further. We'll take a composite operator, put it here, and we'll feed the output of the blur into the layer too. So what's going on in, in uh, composite? Uh, we have the background, the sky background going into the background, and the blur going into the next layer up. Uh, so now we have this curiously looking image where the tail is, is dissolving into the sky, but the, the sky is still sharp. So I'm going to place another blur operator onto the back here. And we'll use expressions uh, in a really simple operation. Uh, this is the blur operator for the background, for the sky. I'm going to lock that. Double click on the blur for the foreground. Lock that as well. And I'm going to click and drag from X radius of the foreground to the X radius of the background and then from X to Y, so we lock these two values together. So now the, uh, s the, the sky and the tail are about equally blurred, but I want the sky, because sky is further back, I want it to be a little more blurred than the tail. So I'm going to right now click on X radius here of the background, go to Expression Editor, and multiply this input by two. So at any time, the background will be twice as blurred as the foreground. The foreground is 9.5, the background is 19. And of course by using the matte operator here we can adjust the range of the Z buffer that we are affecting. And I'll show you one more uh, effect you can use, uh, you can build using Z buffer that's uh, very common and that's uh, simulating fog or aerial perspective. I'm going to delete the uh, couple of these operators that we don't need so we're back to our channel switcher and matte and composite. I'm going to bring black down here and we'll actually make that sort of almost white. And uh, I'm going to feed that into our composite background. And I'm going to feed the airplane one layer up. Okay, so we have the airplane composited over, over this color background. And then I'm going to take the output of our matte operator, just as a reminder, we'll go open viewer, right mouse click right mouse click here, go alpha full, and that's what our mask looks like. So I'm going to feed that into the mask input on the composite, and actually uh, it looks like I need to invert this. So what's going on is our aircraft is disappearing in fog, or com rather coming out of the fog. Of course, blur fog can be used simultaneously. Uh, to build these effects properly, this is just a very basic uh, uh, layout. Uh, it, it takes a little more effort than this, but uh, uh, this is the basic uh, idea behind it. And uh, last thing, I'll show you how to use pre-made the focus effect that I uh, made. Here I have these uh, three layers. We have the sky, the Z-buffer, and the airplane. And look, let's look at the output of that. Uh, here's a custom effect you can download from hdhat.com, Z-buffer defocus. You feed the background into the background, Z-buffer the Z-buffer, and, and foreground in the foreground. Double-click this, and there are two parameters to adjust. One is defocus, and another one is the scaling factor for the background. We can make it more defocused or less.
probably value about two is is uh, is right for this image. And if we expand the effect and double click the mat, this is where we can adjust the range of what um, the mat effect is doing to the alpha channel. And again, here's the reminder of what that looks like. So the preset is available for download from uh, hdhead.com.